Let's get it, Dan. Let's get it, Let's get it, Dan. Let's get it, Dan. Let's get it, Dan. Let's get it, Dan. Sweet Berry Wine! What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. There he is. Daniel. Benjamin. Dude, I've, uh, I've been remixing the uh, theme song here. Wait for you. It's... Uh... <laughs> I can't wait for this. Just started messing around with the uh, different sounds on the soundboard. Oh, yeah, we'll see what yeah. it sounds like. Okay. I got, I got five minutes of me just pushing buttons, so we'll see. Nice. So what's up, brother? Oh, are we recording now? Oh yeah, we're live, dude. You you just oh, popped nice. in in the middle I'm of my session. Place. You're good. <laughs> awesome, man. Um, I'm doing well, man. It's been uh, it's been a crazy few weeks for me. Um, just got done with uh new hire training stuff and nice. Just getting the full swing of the new quarter for the job and yeah, a lot of stuff going on, man. How about yourself, man? uh do a haircut you got a haircut man. got a fresh new haircut uh yeah just been doing life working getting ready for the baby there you go man how's the nursery coming nursery is ready to go nice man yeah you guys you guys got all the essentials ready to rock we got all, all the essentials we're at the point where i'm i'm like i don't want any more things yeah you're I'm like good on the amount of things forward. we've added to our house <laughs> we don't need any more baby things that's good, man. Well, you guys got everything done before the baby got there, so I mean, yeah. you guys are ready to rock and roll. Now, now you guys can just sit and relax. Something like that, yeah. Unless you're Katie, in which you have, uh, you know, the bowling ball attached to your stomach. Dude, I heard uh, she beat you in uh, what was that? That she she you guys played a game the horse. Yeah, yeah. She beat me in horse a little while ago. There you go. At least happens, she's staying though. active, right? You guys it are happens. doing something to, to stay. Oh active. yeah, she stays real active. So nice, man. Yeah. So what's all what else been going on? I'm trying to think, man. I've been uh trying to get better at golf. Gotta get got a new set of what? clubs. What what? Wait, hold on. <laughs> Pump the brakes. When did this all start? Uh I mean I've been I've been thinking and trying to get a set of those one length irons that King Cobra makes. Oh yeah. Like, Bryson DeChambeau like style. DeChambeau? Yeah. Yeah. So I went on, uh, I don't know. So it's like international golf or like golfworld.com or something. They sell used clubs. And you found an old pair of Bryson's clubs. I got Exactly. Yeah. I got Bryson's old set. Nice. Uh, no, nah, they don't have the jumbo grips. I think he rocks the jumbo grips. That's, that's my next step. I kind of want to get the mid-size grips now that you, you talk about it. Yeah. I, uh, I was just like stretching, like I've been trying to like stretch every day because I realized that like sitting at a desk yeah. all day and you're like kind of hunched over on a keyboard or you're kind oh, of yeah. just like, you know, you don't have great posture, right? So what I've been trying to do every day is try to get a little bit of stretching in. And so I've been taking the baseball bat and kind of like using the baseball bat to stretch and do like different, nice, you know, swings and pulls and not everything like that. And I'm realizing I have like regular grip on my golf clubs, but I feel like I could almost control it better if it was a little. Dude, stiff. you got to get the jumbos, man. I feel like the jumbos too much, though. It'd be like, oh, man, it's more surface area. Yeah. More surface area, more control. I think that's the yeah. theory anyway. That's what Bryson says. I think so. Interesting. Makes I just sense think to it me. Takes your, it takes your wrist out of it a little bit more, I feel like. Yeah. Which, if, depending on what, if, if you're doing the, uh, the single plane swing. Then I yeah, think that's less of a thing. So maybe that's why it makes more sense to do the jumbos for someone like him versus someone like you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you're you're getting into golf. You're playing a little bit more golf. There you uh, go. Playing golf, no, but going to the golf range, yes. Oh, just getting some practice. I've been, in, I've been hitting. Swings in. I've been hitting golf balls. I haven't actually yeah. golfed yet. Okay. So. Well, let me know when you're ready to get out there. I'm I'm more than happy to join you on the course, brother. All right, dude. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm down. I, we got to get Johnny out there too. Has Johnny been oh, practicing yeah. too? No, he is not. He's been raising his kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, the little one's got him tied down pretty good. It's, it's kind of sad that you're trying to start this hobby now, Ben, when you got a little one on the way doing a few months. Here. I mean, I, I see it as the perfect time to start golf because golf is that sport that you can play, you know, forever. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's very, very true. Well, so, as long as you can walk still, at least. That's true. You got to be able to walk. Yeah. 
well now they got people using the the machines that can like help them stand up so they can then swing a club i've seen that oh nice it's happened anyways well good good for you man i'm glad you're starting to pick up that that hobby man it's definitely going to be fun the next time uh the noonan comes around speaking of the noonan i'm supposed to go pick up i'm supposed to go pick up the trophy nice um tomorrow so i'll be able to to share that with you and show you what it looks like next week nice they've made some upgrades man oh really new trophy yeah well they just added they added like a base bottom thing to it nice like a little stanley cup action going on yeah it looks pretty cool that's pretty cool i like it oh all right, dude. So, topic of tonight is football. Football. Um, where do you want to start? You want to start Michigan, Michigan State, or Lions? We're gonna do the state of Michigan football. Let's uh, let's do preview. Lions first, man. Lions first. Yeah, man. I just uh, I just watched episode two of uh, Hard Knocks. Okay. Have you seen the Hard Knocks episodes yet? I've, I've seen episode one. I have not seen episode two yet. So. Oh. Oh, man all right well we can wait to talk about episode two we can talk about episode one though. no that's okay we can talk about episode two i'm okay you can spoil it for me well i guess first and foremost the first episode what were some of your favorite highlights uh i thought the uh just just uh you know getting to know dan campbell a little bit more see what his kind of style was like um the two coaches going back and forth was pretty cool yeah, defensive coordinator, offensive yeah, coordinator. Yeah, talking smack to each other constantly. And then, uh, you know, you had the Hutch scene with him uh, doing his little Michael Jackson impression. Yep, that was a good one. Yeah. I also got a big kick out of uh, the the Jamal Williams speech at the end where he got a little choked up. Yeah. It kind of got me fired up, man. It got me excited. Yeah, you got you fired up for Lions football? It got me fired up, man. It really did. Like, All right. I feel like the just like, the whole culmination of, like, them getting excited and like the lions being on hard knocks. Like I'm really excited about this season. I know when they might not be great, but I'm at least excited about it. See what happens. All right. So the lions last year, they got three wins. Yep. Three and 13. They beat the Vikings, the Cardinals and green Bay. Three pretty good wins. Uh, Lost all their other games. So what? Three and 14. Yep. How do you feel about the squad this year? So, I, and so from week thirteen on, they went one. They went like three and three, of the last six games. It's not bad. Nah, there you go, five hundred ball. And I think what they they won their last. They won their last game against Green Bay. Against Green Bay. Yeah. Um, Which was kind of. I mean, I mean, it didn't really mean anything to Green Bay at the time. Yeah, but we don't need to talk about that. One of those, yeah, but I think that was kind of one of those games at Green Bay. It was just like, I don't really care if we win this or not. We already won the division. Right. Already had that locked up, but like I said, either way. Yeah, we don't need to talk win. about that. This is a win. Win's a win. Yep. So but, uh, how do you feel yeah, about man. the lines this year, man? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how they do, man. I think their offense has some weapons. Um, if the defense can keep them in games and the offense doesn't, you know, fall short of a four quarter game i think they can uh compete man there's a lot of offensive firepower dude like yeah pulling over chark from uh from from the jags dj chark you got st brown um, i'm in rye yep dude he's nasty man i yeah. you know the more and more i've been like looking into him and like watching some of his highlights and looking at his stats like dude's dude's a top receiver man i think he's 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 got a lot of explosiveness and um, Devin Funches looked kind of good too. Um, he's making some some plays during. Nah, the, man, don't go there. Come on, dude. Dev- he made he made a nice little over the shoulder grab from uh block or uh Boyle. Devin Funches is listed as the fifth string hey, tight end. He's got size, man. He's got size, man. He's a he can make some plays out there. He's got good hands. I think you got a little crush on Devin Funches, man. This goes do, back. But he's a this goes back, boy, dude. This goes, goes back. back. He does. I don't know if he's going to make the 53-man roster, bro. He might, bro. He might. I think that he'd be a surprise. I think he'd be a surprise. Um, but no, man, they got some. They got some good. They got some good offensive firepower. I think that Williams kind of being. Um, so Jameson you know, Williams, Williams, the draft, right? Yeah, yeah. Williamson. Is it Williamson or Williams? It's Williams. Yeah, I think he he could you know really turn it up a notch once uh you know he's get he's given the okay to go. He should um, have a good uh, offensive line. Yeah, dude, Penny, Penny Sewell. Yep, Penny Sewell, Taylor Decker. 
I love what him, I love what he said about uh, going up against Hutch and like Hutch going up against him, just like making each other better. Like yeah. that, that to me is pretty awesome to like hear. And like, it sounds like there's a lot of good camaraderie on the team. Just in the first two episodes of Hard Knocks, the guys are kind of meshed well together. So, yeah, I think, I think the Lions is going to come down to their secondary and their interior defensive line. Cause I think that yep. they should have pass rushers. I mean, Aiden Hutchinson certainly looks, to be as build coming out so that's good especially early but then you still got the aquara kids uh you got uh who else do they have here was there right there we go charles harris um i mean they could be decent but it's all about Ali mcneil and i would be happy if they can just compete in all games right like one well, of i the, think they'll one compete of the, one of the things that the, the defensive coordinator said you know he, he made it kind of Interesting. It's like, you know, he called out two guys. I think one of the guys was the guy who played for LSU when they won the national championship. And another guy was a guy who played at uh, Ohio state when they only had one loss. And he's like, what was your mental mindset going into those games? Right. It's like, we knew we were going to win. We just have to have the mindset that every game that we play, we can win. And if we can have that type of mindset, not thinking, Oh man, this is going to be just being a whole uphill battle the whole game. You think like, that's, I think it's, it, it was an interesting, no, it was like, like the mental part of the game, I think, is really interesting when you think about it that way, right? If you go into every game thinking that you can compete and win, I feel like you have a better chance of winning that game than you do going in thinking you're already defeated, you've already lost. Like, well, I mean, I hope they're not going into games thinking they're already defeated. Well, it, it seems like that was kind of the mentality, you know, the Lions. Everyone thought that they were going to be <laughs> like, they're not going to win a game the whole fucking That was season, the, you know? the Bob Quinn, uh, what was the dude from the Patriots uh, who was their coach? Matt Patricia, that was their era. It's just, yeah, we're probably going to lose. We're the Lions, but exactly. we're here. But now we're the Dan Campbell Lions, and we're about to bite people's knees off. We're going to start. This is the kneecap eating year. All right, dude. Uh, His speech, by the way, kind of got me like, uh, he, should he have said some of that stuff? About yeah. just going out and killing people. I was like, whoa, man. I mean, that's just how he talks. I feel like Dan Campbell is the perfect, uh, like, a te- he's just a giant teddy bear. You know yeah, what I mean? He's funny, man. He's funny. He's like that rough, gruff guy, but he he's uh, real soft on the inside. You know what I mean? He's real, real Dude, soft he guy. Was, he was doing those up up downs with the, oh, the yeah. players. He's doing they his up like downs. Forty, they so did forty up downs. Yeah. So what did they concentrate on in uh, episode two? Um, episode two is just all like the practices leading up to preseason game um, oh, against the Falcons. Yeah, against the Falcons, and they did the preseason game and they kind of like spotlighted Blau a little bit and kind of like how he had that fumble at the end of the preseason game that kind of like lost, not didn't lose the game, but it gave them an op gave the Falcons an opportunity to kind of get the ball back and score that touchdown, which that touchdown was ridiculous, man. Like fourth and what was it like fourth and nine. And they were like, had to go to like the, had to go like at least 20 yards. Just or the so. Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch. Well, I, I didn't, I don't, I'm not sure what touchdown oh, I'm talking pre- about. You didn't watch the preseason game. Nah. Yeah, so Ritter basically threw like a he was like fading away, had a lineman basically about to tackle him. He just kind of threw this ball up in the end zone. And I don't know if it was like a wide receiver or tight end from the Falcons that caught it, but he yeah. definitely like before the ball went up in the air, he like pulled this other guy like basically out of the way to like stand there and catch the ball. And it oh, was dang. like probably a little bit. You know, they're not gonna call that. I don't know, but all right. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, overall, good sewed. Um, it was just kind of more or less um, highlighting kind of some of the stuff that Hutchinson did in the preseason game, which made some nice plays. Also highlighted um, the rookie um, Rodriguez, the 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 linebacker who's a okay. six round pick. Yeah, Malcolm Rodriguez. Him a little bit, yeah, because everyone that he got like got the nickname Rodrigo, so everyone was just kind of hyping him up because he was playing really well and like practicing really well and basically like showing up all of the the linebacker core and basically the coach was like saying like this guy is outplaying everybody i don't know why we have a a six round rookie pick he's like no offense to you man like you know you're coming out here and you're showing everybody how it's done and yada yada and i was like man like it's got to make that guy feel good but at the same time he probably likes like shit all right like don't want these guys like hating me yeah so i think i think the lions they're gonna live and die by their their defense and Jared Goff. Agreed. Agreed. 
100% agreed. So, but they could be in a real nice position to either draft a quarterback next year or even like a free agent coming in. If Jared Goff, you know, God forbid Jared Goff would actually play well this year. But because he'll have an offensive line, he should have receivers. Must, you know, barring injury, he's still, they still have Hawkinson, who's just going to ball out. Yeah, TJ, he's going to do well. DeAndre Swift. I mean, they've got so many pieces on offense. A lot, dude. There's just, a lot of pieces, man. It's just Jared Goff, and then, uh, you know, the defense should be better. Um, But we'll see. Yeah. You know? A lot of and, stuff going on, man. And it sounds like they've got the, the winner mentality going on. All right, let's 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 talk schedule. So how do you feel about their over-under win totals? That's, I think it's like six, six and a half games. That's what Vegas has it at. Over over under six games. Yeah, will they win more or less than six games? Man, dude, I mean they're gonna have a tester like right out of the gate. So they get Philadelphia, Washington, Minnesota, Seattle. First four games, right? Seattle's gonna be terrible. Should be a win at home. Yeah, the first. Do they beat Washington or Philadelphia or Minnesota? They could win I one think, of those three. I think they could win two of the three there. Right. So. Okay, so they were at two or three wins in the first four games. That six is looking pretty good, right? Yeah. Is there their first game is wait Philly at home. Philly at home. Okay. That's gonna be hype, dude. That's gonna be super hype. Uh Philly, I think Philly will win that game. Uh Philly should be really good this year. I think they should be good this year. Yeah. But Washington, Seattle. I think they could beat Washington, man. I think they could beat Washington and Seattle. So that's two wins in the first four games. Then they go to New England. It's probably a loss. And then they get their bye week. Then they go to Dallas. Probably a loss. Then they play Miami at home. That to me is a top that's a toss up game. I think that is a toss up game. I think Miami I think Miami's probably a better team, but uh, And they got the Packers at home with the Packers. I don't know if they'll beat the Packers. They should lose. And then they go to Chicago and New York, dude. There's two potential wins right there. Yeah, but the Bears at home might be better this year with Justin Fields kind of getting his gear two under his belt. I don't know. We'll see. Dude, I think the the Giants, I think that's a win. Bills at home, no. Jaguars, maybe. Vikings at home, yes. At Jets, yes. At Panthers, I don't know, man. Like Toss those up. end of the season. Yeah, those end of the season. We'll know more. Games. Who knows? Maybe Baker balls out and they're a tough out. You know? Yeah. Yep. And then the Bears at home, I think, is a lock. There's got to be at least six wins there, right? Yeah. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Maybe ten potential wins. Okay. Ten potential, like that's that's saying. But then they, they have could, dude, a shot at competing in this game. Yeah, the rest of them, I don't think so. Yeah, like I mean, the Green Bay games, the Buffalo game, those are losses. Yeah, at Dallas, at New England. I mean, New England. Who knows? I don't think New England is. I mean, we'll see. But I think they're their projected so well win total is like eight. Yeah, they're just so well coached. It's tough. Yeah, uh, but I mean, there's wins there. There's wins to be had. Cowboys, I don't I mean the Cowboys could come out flat as hell this season. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. The defense is just so good. I'm just saying, hammer hammer the over. Do we hammer the over, Dan? I might hammer the over, dude. Hammer the over, man. Lock it in, dude. Lock it in. Hammer the over on the Lions, man. That's the bet. Yeah, I like it. We'll see. This is not a betting podcast. We're this is not betting advice. Please do don't, not don't uh listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what the hell we're talking about. Oh man! All right, so Lions, optimistic, cautiously optimistic. Cautiously. What do you think? All right, Dan Campbell probably has job security if they're bad again. What do you think? If If they they win, if they win three, I mean, I could see it. They could win three games this year. Improve. I think if they have more than three, more than plus three wins. More than plus three. You mean? Than, I think he's he's a lock to keep his job. You mean if they have more more than three wins than they had last year, so six or more wins? I think he's got to have at least five or six wins in order to keep his job. You think they'd fire him? I don't think they'd fire him in no, year. But I don't think they would talk contact. I mean, it's contract. Only, it's only what it's what year two of this whole thing. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so I think 
I don't know. I think he's got at least another year of they could be terrible this year before they got to make a switch if he if they're not good. Yeah. But it seems to be going in the right direction. They seem to be getting some good, better personnel. I mean, I like the idea that they just attacked wide receiver because that was a big problem with the team last year. They just didn't have any wide receivers. So to get Jameson Williams to bring in Shark, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown had a little bit of a breakout in last year. Yep. I mean, you just you, you really like what they're doing on offense. It's just, you know, whether or not they can start to put together a defense. Um, they just have to stay in games. Yeah, and I think it really comes down to if the, the interior defensive line is, if teams can't just run up the middle on them, you know what I mean, then I think they could they could be a lot better on defense. But if, you know, if they're not going to be able to stop that at all, then it's going to be a problem. And same thing with the pass. I mean, that... We'll see what happens with Jeff Okuda this year, but he's certainly been a disappointment so far. They've got him listed as the second string guy on this depth chart I'm looking at. Which guy? Okuda. Oh, yeah. All right, dude. Uh, you want to do any other NFL uh, over-unders here? Um, I mean, was there? I mean, do we have anybody else that we wanted to talk about? I mean, I don't really have any. I'm really looked that 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 much into these other teams. Other no, than I have just throw either. darts at the wall here. Yeah. We think about uh, the Texans over under four and a half wins. All right. So who's here's who the the uh, the the Vegas thinks that is going to be the worst teams, right? The Texans, the Falcons, the Jets, and the Seahawks. And then it's the Panthers, Lions, Jaguars at six wins. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, the Lions play the Jags. The, the Bears, they only have at six and a half wins. The Giants, they only have at seven. The Lions play a lot of these teams. Like, they play the Giants, the Bears twice. They play the Jags. They play the Panthers. They play the Seahawks. They play the Jets. They got some opportunities to win some games, man. They're going to have lots of opportunities, man. I mean, they don't really play much of the top half of this either. I mean, they only play the Bills and the Cowboys. That's yeah. really, you know, like the top quarter of who Vegas thinks are going to be the best teams. They don't play a lot of them. Yeah, that's good, though. That's good for them. All right, dude, uh, let's move on. You want to go to your boys in Ann Arbor? Let's go to the Sparty first. We'll go Sparty first. All right, so here's Sparty. Yeah. Um, bringing in more transfers. It's going to be the story of the transfers and Peyton Thorne. Um, so we brought in on the offense, we're going to have a transfer starting at right guard, tight end, and running back again. Uh, defense, we're going to have defensive end, a middle linebacker, a couple middle linebackers, uh, Jacoby Winman and Aaron Brule. Um, and then uh, Amir Speed, the like 26-year-old that we got from Georgia. It's going to be one of our starting cornerbacks. Nice. So the thing is, on defense for Michigan State, they had the worst pass defense in the in the nation last year. So that can only get better, right? And I think if that gets better, uh, their defensive line should be pretty solid. It helps, you know, us not have to boat race teams, potentially. Yeah. And then on offense, it's going to come down to, you know, how much better is Peyton Thorne? Is our offensive line going to be any good? Um, that's probably the weakness on our, our offense. And then Peyton Thorne is ranked the number 30th quarterback in the country right now. Is he nice on this one guy's board? Um, board. yeah, but at least it's going to depend on how, how much of a step forward he can take. And then, uh, if the offensive line can hold up, it's not going to be a very deep offensive line. Um, and then what running back's going to look like with the departure of the magic man, number nine, uh, so that's that's pretty much Michigan State. Um, they're over under, I think, according to Vegas, is like seven and a half or eight. Oh, Might wow. be seven and a half. Uh, I think that's real. Like that's tough for me to bet. Um, I'm not trying to be like super overly op optimistic about them this year, but I think they could get eight wins. Like that's like that's like my prediction. Like whatever that would be, eight and four, something like that. 
Eight and four. Yeah. Eight and four, nine and three. And that depends on how we do against Michigan. I mean, who knows? They could have a, another year like they had last year where Peyton Thorne and Jaden Reed, um, Keon Coleman just ball out. You know, Jarek Broussard shows up from University of Colorado and is some sort of a Kenneth Walker clone. Um, yeah. But I'm trying not to get my hopes up too high. So having to go to Ann Arbor is tough. Um, I don't really know how I feel about that game, especially because Michigan seems to be more set on beating Michigan State this year than they have in previous years. <laughs> and we'll get to Michigan, probably but I think because, Michigan. Probably because of that loss in Sparty last year. Yeah, that loss. I, well, yeah, the fact that, yeah, it's been two years and Mel Tucker's 2-0 and at this point. Yeah. Yeah, they got the monkey off their back last year, handed it to Ohio State pretty good. So I think uh, they have their, their sights set on something different this year. So Yeah, so all right. So let's uh, – you want to jump to Michigan? I mean, yeah. I, well, I guess one thing I wanted to – Yeah, do you have, do you have, I mean, yeah. What, what do you got about Michigan State here? Well, no, I just I, – I, I guess I'm just kind of curious to hear, like, what are some of the big games that you are, are looking forward to in, the, in their, in their uh, schedule? I mean, they play Western to open it, dude. That's – that's that's gonna be wild on yeah. a Friday night. It's one of those Friday night games to start oh, the season. Buddy. Yeah. Uh so that'll be lit. Uh we go to Washington, which will be interesting. Yeah. Um I mean we just the Ohio State game, we get Ohio State at home this year, so that'll be interesting. I mean, if if we could show up in that game and compete, that's a big step forward. Is that that's the second to last game of the year too, right? For you guys? No, it's a. Uh, October 10th game or October 8th game. Oh, okay. That's yeah. early on in the season. Yeah, it's like early middle season. Yeah. Um, we get Wisconsin at home. That'll be a fun game. The Michigan game, of course. Uh, yeah, and then the Penn State game to close it out is always a, a fun game. Yeah. That yeah. could be a big one this year. Could be. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how uh, both teams shake out. Um I think the Big Ten this year probably comes down to Ohio State and Michigan, though. It's just going to be a lot of that's my punch, prediction. Punching each other and beating the crap out of each other. Yeah, Michigan has such a cake schedule this year. I'll be completely they do. honest. Like, they do. No reason. Very there's cake. No reason they shouldn't be undefeated by the time they they make it to play against Michigan State at home. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, October 29th is going to be um, definitely circle on my schedule. That's uh, the oh, yeah, one dude. game this year, other than the Ohio State game. I'm looking forward to because. I hate to say this. They don't play Wisconsin this year. Um, they play Penn State at home. They yeah. literally have the probably one of the best paths to having a, a shot at the national or not the national championship, but like the, the Big Ten the title for sure. Playoff. Well, just the college football playoff. If they can, you know, find a way to win all their games and then beat Ohio State the last game of the season, that should be a lock in. Um but I mean, they have they they don't have a ton of people returning. I think there's like nine offensive players returning, but they're all big big playmakers, right? I mean, you got Blake Corum. He's Michigan's running back, who's ranked in like the top ten running backs um, in the nation right now. So I think he's he's got a lot riding on his shoulders. Actually, uh, funny enough, the the last the last day that uh, we were living in Ann Arbor and. Um, Blake was our neighbor. He, uh, he had just gotten his, uh, his championship big 10 championship ring and he showed it to me and he let me like hold it and look at it. And I was like, this is fucking unreal, man. Nice. So yeah, it was pretty sweet, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's coming back. He's definitely a leader on the team. There's a, there's a big, huge quarterback battle going on right now. Um, obviously they, they have McNamara returning as, as the starter from last year, but also JG McCarthy, uh, excuse me, JJ McCarthy, um, he has been very explosive in the spring and summer workouts. Um, you know, he didn't end up having to have any shoulder surgery, which was, which was nice, but, uh, yeah, he's, there's, but there's so many guys too. Like they have Alan Bowman has been stepping up and, and Davis Warren. There's like four, uh, quarterbacks that we have on the roster right now that are basically all just kind of like competing for, for like the, the starting spot or like the backup spot. And, it's just nice to see that because I think it just kind of makes everyone try to get better. Um, so, so let's talk about these quarterbacks. So yeah, 
What do you think they should do? Do you think they run the two QB system like they did last year? Or do you think JJ gets the start? I mean, I feel like you got to Cade McNamara was the man last year. He might not have had the most impressive numbers, but he knew how to win games. Right. So that's the thing. I think, uh, you know, you, you got to still give McCarthy some time because he's such an explosive player. And I think he's, he's got a very talented arm and, you know, I think he's still got stuff to learn, but you know, he's, he's up and coming and I think he's going to be a great, great asset to the team. But uh, I think that the two quarterback system might be a benefit to Michigan because it gives them a lot of different looks. Um, but they have to be, they have to be very versatile when it comes to that playbook, because if they only throw the ball when McCarthy or only run the ball, when McCarthy comes in and only throw the ball when McNamara is in, that's not going to make any sense. So um, I'm curious to see what they do with the offense. I think there's a lot of possibilities, especially with uh you know, Corum, and then you got the, a playmaker in Donovan Edwards. He's the, he's, he was the, the young guy who made a, a big appearance last year. And uh, I think he's, he's one of the more athletic players on.
Michigan's uh, offensive roster. Um, and then the, the great news about uh, our boy coming back from uh, the injury. Um, I think the, the big shock to everyone was uh, that um, obviously the, the return of, oh my God, I'm drawing a complete blank right Ronnie now. Ronnie Bell. Ronnie Bell. Thank you. Jeez. I'm just looking at his face and I'm like, oh my God, what is this guy's name? Um, but yeah, Ronnie coming off the, the knee injury and, uh, you know, he's progressing in the right direction. So, um, yeah, I think defensively there's, there's going to be some, some gaps need to be filled, but there's a lot of guys stepping up. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it'll be a failure of a season if, if we don't have at least 10 wins. Um, I think so, right now yeah. Vegas is saying nine and a half yeah, is I, the over under. I like the over on that for sure, especially given yeah. the schedule. I mean, you guys don't have, you guys don't really, there's a real easy path to 10 wins for Michigan this year. For sure. Yeah. Um, the last thing I wanted to say is that uh, San Ristil, um, I can't, I don't know if that's exactly how you pronounce his name, but uh, the dude's going both ways this year. He's going to be, uh, I think he's going to be a free safety and a wide receiver. So, That'll be uh, fun to watch. He's one of the guys on Miskin's uh, team yeah. that's going to go both ways. So, all right. So, you think two quarterback system? You you give K the start, and then you bring. You think they're doing the same as they did last year? That that's a great that's a great question. I don't I know. Think I McCarthy's got to play more, right? McCarthy is probably going to have a bigger role than he did last year, in my opinion. So, if that's the truth, then why don't you just start him? Then if he sucks, um, you can put Kate in. Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, I, you're going to have four Kate. You got Colorado State, Hawaii, Connecticut, Maryland. Kate's, to, Kate's a senior, and he's still good. Like, he's not bad. But he's, what if he's I not the he's, best option? Well, in my opinion, he does not have the better arm. Does he have better vision? Is he a better leader? Possibly. Yeah. So like th- I think that's kind of where Harbaugh is going to come down and make his final decision. It's like who's going to go out there and s- ensure that we get a win, right? Because I think some of the big problems that McCarty had last year was like not knowing when to kind of go down with the ball, and you know he had had some timely fumbles last year that uh, unfortunately made it where they uh, but they, against they weren't able to against Hawaii and Colorado State to start. No, no, you think that's that? True. Why not let the kid go ball out? See what he can do. If he sucks, put in Cade. Well, he's going to have at least a half of the game to do it. I can guarantee. So you think they're going to play? They're they're going to play him that much? I think they'll play him that much. Yeah. Oh man, see, I don't like that. I think you got to pick one at that point. But I mean, Alabama I see the gadget had... guy thing, but to to split like that, I don't know. Ohio State made it work. With who? Braxton, who are the two guys? Braxton Miller or, or uh, Braxton Miller and. Uh, uh, was it Cordell? Uh, not Cordell Patterson. Cordell. Uh, was, no. It was after Braxton. It was. Uh, was it? Was it Barrett? JT Barrett. Yeah, JT Barrett, and what's his name? I mean, there's been teams that have made it work. Yeah, I don't know, man. Somebody's got to make it work. A few years ago, when they had Jalen Hurts and what's his name? Tua. To, to no, they just started Tua. Pretty sure. They just started starting Tua at some point. That's why Jalen Hurts transferred. Well, yeah, after the fact, but. Right, but they did that whole thing. They did that dance last year. That's what I'm saying. They did that dance last year. Clearly, they want to get McCarthy but on the field more. I'm not, I'm not a college football coach, so I don't know one way or the other. I'm just giving my opinion, Ben, so don't, my, don't harp I, on I'm, me too much, man. I'm saying my opinion is put <laughs> McCarthy in and see what your ceiling is as a team. I like that. See, I'm on board for that. Put McCarthy in. Let him fucking sling it, dude. Why not? But I, I think – got a cake schedule. I think you're, you're probably right in that. Jim Harbaugh being Jim Harbaugh, you're probably going to see a weird quarterback split because Caden McNamara is like this guy who's been around, I guess. Yeah. So he's just, he's, he's a, he's a seasoned veteran college football. Do you see uh will Johnson's wearing number two? What? How do you feel about that? Um, I support it. I mean, you support it freshman. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? That's a big, that's a lot of history with that number, man. That number means a lot. You know that he's, he's actually like one of the, the guys who people are like talking real highly about. Oh, I'm sure he's a freshman. Yeah. He was like one of the top, I think he was the top corner recruit last year. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's one of those guys that say, who was it that said he's just a freak athlete. Oh yeah. Number two though. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm sure like the coaches were probably like, listen, man, that a number comes with a lot of, uh, wait, man, you gotta be ready to rock and roll. Gotta be um, ready to rock and roll. All right. So Michigan, you're worried about the defensive line, what they're going to look like after you lose your ends. Yeah. We lost our ends. We lost some, some linebackers. Like I just we lost, uh, who's the safety, both safeties, right? Hawkins yeah, and, safeties. uh, I can't, the guy that got drafted, I can't, I'm drawing a blank right now. Yeah. But yeah, there's a, a lot of, a lot of cleanup on, on defense, but I think, uh, there's a lot of guys that have kind of stepped up and stepped into roles. Yeah. So, well, well, we'll see if they step up and step in roles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's time will tell. You've been uh, going to practice watching them? No, never. Never? Do that. Dang. I couldn't do that stuff. Yeah, I went to the Michigan Maybe. State spring game for a little bit this year. It was fun. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I watched a little bit of Michigan spring game. Wasn't really much there. You know, no. that uh, who's their third string quarterback? Wilson. Um, yeah. Or no. Uh, Warren Davis. Yes, Mr. Davis. Yeah, I thought he looked uh, decent. It's interesting. I mean, they seem to have a real good quarterback room, so you don't have to worry about you that. I think he rocks number 16. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys should have receivers. Your offensive line should be good. You get the, like, I think you got one of the top transfers in the country in this, uh, Olugus, oh, I can't even say I his name. Say his name. Yeah. <laughs> Oluwatimi is the yeah. last name. Yeah. That's it. We're going with Oluwatimi. Oluwatimi. So plug him um, right in. Looks like our time's about to end here, Benny. What? Oh, we're, we're about to end. All right. Let's pause it. I'll send you another link. And we're back. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, I guess Michigan, we're hammering the over, right? Yeah, I got to go over there. Got to go over nine and a half. Um, you think they beat Ohio State? Oh, it's at Ohio State, man. I feel like Ohio State's going to really gun for this game because of the way we kind of gave it to them last year. So, I'm going to say Yes. Yes, that Michigan is going to beat Ohio State. Yes, Michigan will beat Ohio State at two, Ohio State two for years the first in a row. Time. No, they beat them at home last year, but they'll beat them at Ohio State for the first time in how many years? I yeah, don't but know. two years in a row, Michigan beats Ohio State. Yep. I don't know, man. I think they lose that game. I think Ohio State is a juggernaut who's going to be hell bent on revenge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ben, we'll, uh, let's wait until the Michigan State game, and then after that game, we'll make a bet then. Yeah, I mean, I think that even the Michigan State-Michigan game this year is going to be a toss-up. Oh, yeah, I agree. I think, uh, yeah, no, in Ann Arbor is going to be wild. The game's always a toss-up. In man. Ann Arbor is going to be wild, man. The stadium will be rocking. Yeah. It will be a rocking. All right, dude, you got anything else you want right, to go over so tonight? It will be on deck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you had some uh, – didn't you actually have some uh, movie review? That you oh, yeah. So, all right. Uh, which one do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about Prey? Or do you want uh, to talk about the other movie that uh, came anything, out? Any, anything, anywhere, all at once. Yes. I want to hear your opinion on that movie first. Uh, it was not what I thought it was going to be going into it. It was right. a lot a lot more fast-paced uh, than I thought. Um, I guess I didn't really know what I thought it was going to be. But definitely not like adventure, constantly traveling through multiverse. Um, almost like not comedy, but there's a there's like a different sort of edge to it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, did you see it? Yeah, I did. Oh, you did. Okay. So, what did you yeah, think? Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a very interesting take on a on a movie. I mean, it's something that we've probably never. Uh, be like seen before yeah um i thought it was very like artistically the sets were unreal like i felt like it was just a really good a really well-made film yeah i think it's interesting in that it, it basically tries to solve the existential crisis of the multiverse through this adventure through the multiverse yeah you know what i mean I, I, yeah, 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 that, and I feel like it also really, I feel like 
like the, some of the messaging behind the movie was just like your life changes by the choices that are made right and so like any any choice that you have in life can branch off and make different you know outcomes and such and i felt like that was something that was really interesting that the movie made a point of is like at one point in your life you can make a decision and two different possibilities can happen from that point in time and then as that kind of goes on you as you go through life you make these different decisions and stuff and had you have made this decision what what would have been the outcome and like where would you have been on that timeline or what have you but right yeah i just thought it was really cool how they all connected that stuff together and life is uh just an endless string of schrodinger cat moments exactly dude and uh it it results in different outcomes as it's played out in different iterations across the multiverse yeah man really cool though i really liked it yeah so premise of the movie is that the multiverse has been discovered by one universe in the multiverse and that uh someone has broken it essentially and that person uh they're they're trying to go through the multiverse and stop that person i guess without spoiling too much and uh it basically jumps right into it at the beginning which i i enjoyed yeah it's a go 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 type of movie yeah non-stop go 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 it was good um, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you saw that, man. Because yeah, I know dude, it was about that. It was fun. It was a good watch. Recommend. Uh two thumbs up. I'll give it two thumbs up. Yeah. What's your rotten tomato ranking? Uh, I'd give it like a probably like an eighty five. Yeah. Eighty five, ninety. See what rotten tomato has on. I bet you it's somewhere in there. That's a good movie. I think it's gotten pretty good reviews. Let's see what it says. Rotten Tomatoes, everything everywhere all at once. Got a 80. Oh, wait. Nope. Wrong one. 95 on the tomato. 95. Wow. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Maybe I need to rewatch, man. (laughs) You know? Yeah. A lot of the critics liked it. Um, But so I think the, the overarching thing is right is that if the multiverse exists, then what is the point of your individual existence, right? Yep. And I think the movie does a good job of like basically trying to answer that question while being entertaining. Yes, absolutely. So well said, dude. Well yeah. said. Um, so yeah, good, good movie. Yeah. Let's see where it, uh, fantastic cast too. I mean, yeah. awesome director, awesome writers. Great, yep. great overall. I like that, uh, that theater or that, uh, the distributor a 24. Oh yeah. Like that. They've got some good yeah. flicks. They have some good stuff, man. Yep. They make, uh, they produce some good stuff. Yep. Um, yeah, they did like the witch, the lighthouse. Um, I think they made the, the Northman possibly that um, recent movie. Yeah, maybe. I think they did. I think that was them. A 24 theater. Or studios a24 movies here we go yeah i mean it was pretty good um oh they just did uh they just did that movie with uh jamie fox that just came out on netflix called day shift oh okay dude that was pretty interesting i oh you, I you've seen it one. yeah i just watched that yesterday actually nice um but yeah man i know you wanted to talk about prey Let's, yeah so uh, we also watched prey Dude, Prey, man. It was a really entertaining Predator movie. Like, I I usually can't do the Predator movies, but this one was, it was entertaining. And and more impressive, Katie was actually, actually watched the whole thing. Wow, nice. Katie watching a Predator movie, that's not something that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, that, obviously, it it was something you guys both enjoyed, though. Yeah. You guys all sat through it. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was very entertaining. Um. I'm trying to think. That was a couple of weeks ago that we watched that. Um, I'm trying to think of what anything bothered me about the movie. Oh, I thought the way she killed him in the end was kind of ridiculous, but you know, it is what it is. I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah. She basically, like how would he? Yeah, like how did he not realize the, that? the way that that all has to get lined up is, uh, you know? Yeah, like. <laughs> You have no idea where your mask is at, but somehow that the sensor on that is pointing right at you. Oh like, no, I, I think I think the the point was that she had set the the mask up like that so that it would shoot him, but for him to then be in that position is kind of ridiculous. 
Yeah. Well, hunters know how to hunt, right? I guess, dude. That's I think a good that, point. Set the trap. Exactly, right? I think that was something that was pretty interesting. I love how they, like, tied it back to, you know, Native American times. and Yeah, that was really good. Like one, of the, one of the earlier on predator. The, uh, the scenes with the, the, like, wolf hunting the bunny and then the bear. What was the bear doing? Was the bear hunting her? The bear was uh, hunting her. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really cool. Just the way they kind of yeah. built it up. You know, how the predator was kind of seeking out these things. The whole thing with the mountain lion where there was a lot of like good suspense in the early movie where, you know, they've got the whole thing going on with the mountain lion and you're not sure if it's a mountain lion or if it's the predator. Yep. That was pretty cool. Um, and I, yeah, it was, uh, it was like the CGI was really well done. And not over the top. I think they used a lot of practical stuff with the Predator costume and stuff like that to where it wasn't too overly CGI. Yep, agreed. Um, I, yeah. I love this. I love the scene where uh, the Frenchman tried to set the trap. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the whole Frenchman story arc. Yeah, dude. It was such a random that spot. Was, that was kind of a ridiculous scene, though, where they had him tied up in like this burnt-down forest. It's like, what the yeah. hell happened there? <laughs> yeah, dude. Just in the middle of nowhere. It's just a burnt down forest full of ash. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's maybe so... you can make the argument there was like a forest fire or something. Maybe that's the angle. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they burned it down trying to trying sniff to get out. The predator. Yeah, trying to figure out where he was. Yeah, they were pretty bad. The Frenchmen at hunting the predator. Oh, like, yeah, they were very, terrible. Very stereotypical, kind of over the top, but yep. Um, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I think it was one of my favorite Predator movies, probably. Yeah, I'm, I, I, like I said, the ones that they've been making lately, I just won't watch. So yeah. This one, we kind of heard, I heard it was decent and just kind of like, oh, we'll put it on, see what it was and, or see how it is. And yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of like, what was it? Like probably one of the newest Predator ones, but there was one that was like an Alien versus Predator a few years ago that I saw in theaters with my dad. I remember I thought that one was pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, that was a while back, though. Um, Predator franchise. Such a strange niche in Hollywood. Well, it's weird because they they linked the Predator and the Alien franchises together. Right. And so now, like, there's this whole multiverse of that now that you can basically wrap everything together. And And tap into. You you take those Prometheus movies. Or, or, yeah, the... What was the other one called? Um... We talked about a while back. Anyways, it's called Prometheus, movies, wasn't it? Yeah, but there there was like the sequel to Prometheus oh, or something else. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, great, great flick. Definitely highly recommend it. Um, especially if you if you got Hulu, it's a good one to watch. You seen anything else lately? Um, yeah. I mean that uh, that Day Shift movie with Jamie Fox okay. and uh, James Franco. Is it James Franco? See yeah. the brother. Oh no! Well, who's the, who's the <laughs> he's one of the brothers. Who's the younger brother? I don't know. James Matt? No, it's not. No, Matt. it's uh, Dave Dave Franco. Dave Franco? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Dave Franco was in it. It was pretty good. I mean, I thought they they uh they did a good job. It was a it was kind of like a vampire movie. Um, never thought I'd see Jamie Foxx in a vampire movie, but yeah. It was interesting. I'm really looking forward. He's he's supposed to be doing the biographical picture of uh, uh, Mike Tyson. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Nice. Jamie Foxx is Mike Tyson. Yeah, he got real beefed up to do that role, I think. I bet. Yeah. You would one would have to in order to play Mike Tyson. Yeah. But uh he was like explaining the voice that he does for that and I was dying. Like, oh yeah, dude. He's the perfect person sounds, to do that. He's dude, so good he at such a good job of yeah. impersonations. He's just constantly impersonating Mike Tyson throughout. <laughs> Dude, he uh he impersonated uh Dave Chappelle and I really thought it was Dave Chappelle. Really? Yeah, it was like really good. It was like spot on. That's awesome. You close your eyes and you thought it was Dave Chappelle. It was pretty good. I'll have to nice. find that clip and send it to you. Yeah, dude. Um, he's such a talented actor. He's probably one of my favorite actors, I think, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. He's just so he's he's so versatile. He can be like serious and he can be funny. He's got the, he's musically talented. Like, dude's just got everything. So good. So he's going to have, 
he's going to have Ray Charles, uh, Mike Tyson. Has he done any other biopic stuff? Or um, to where he's? I don't think so. I think those he, are the he two didn't big do ones. Jackie Brown because that was the guy uh, who did uh, Black Panther, Jackie Robinson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I think Bozeman. Yep, Chadwick Bozeman. Dude, what's going on in the Marvel universe these days? Yeah, I mean a lot of stuff, dude. They got a new series coming out. They got the the She Hulk series. It's right. basically the the cousin of Bruce Banner. She's a lawyer um, that is um, infected by the radiated blood, and yeah, so she uh, she becomes the She Hulk. She's a badass. She's supposed to be a part of like the the new uh, up and coming Avengers and such. So, do you uh, you think the superhero phase ever dies out, or is this just something that's just going to keep? It's just going to unfortunately. I I, I don't want to say unfortunately because I enjoy it, but it's probably just going to be a constant ongoing thing, man, for the rest ah, of our man, lives. You got to think at some point Hollywood will shift to something new, right? Maybe not. Here's here's the thing though, man. It's a money maker, dude. Yeah. You're talking about these these movies are making billions of dollars for the movie industry. Yeah, and they're they got theme parks and stuff set up around them too now. Bro, it's just going to be. They're just going to milk it until they can't milk it anymore. Yeah, and that's not going to happen for a long time. Yeah um it's just now just just now starting to get like super i mean not not just now but it's i don't think it's reached its its peak quite yet especially with the announcement of some of the things that got coming down the pipeline dude like they're just building up for another like avengers endgame thing are they really yeah dude there's rinse wash and repeat it's a rinse wash and repeat and the reason why is because the comics did the same 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 kind of shit dude they just had all these they did these fucking buildups into these big things. So like there's these major villains that are coming. I mean, you remember Dr. Doom, right? Not really. No, I don't. So yeah, Dr. Dr. Doom was basically the, the main antagonist um, against the fantastic four. Okay. Yeah. So in like the, the fantastic four movies, Dr. Doom is mainly the, the, the super antagonist guy who goes and basically battles them. But um, Dr. Doom in the comics was the main antagonist in the storyline called the secret wars and so the secret wars were just this big battle of all these different people um that they're basically bringing to life in this one of these next big avengers movies gotcha um and then there's another guy who's his name is uh, kang the conqueror and uh you still there yeah oh that was it was a weird sound yeah break there so then Kane the Conqueror is going to be another, he's basically like way, way, way worse than Thanos, who was like the, the bad guy. Of course he's worse. And yeah. But he's just like this big guy who basically just like the monster of the multiverse, basically. So nice. We'll see what happens. I mean, he's still got, they still have Galactus. They haven't even touched yet, which is the main villain of all of Marvel, basically. So really? Yeah, he's just like this otherworldly eternal creature. It's just, just going to keep coming and coming till they're out of. Do yeah, you think until the, they're out of comic book material? No, they'll just keep making stuff up, man. They could just keep making shit up, man. I mean, dude, <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy, man. It's it's just an it's going to be a never ending thing as soon as they started dipping into it. And DC has got to figure it out because they're falling so far behind Marvel. It's crazy, and they're just going to die off. Yeah, which is sad because. DC has two of the greatest superheroes of all time. Maybe that's what will do it. It's Marvel takes over, no more competition, movies get worse, people stop watching. Huh? Yeah, I mean, the CGI is already starting to get worse because they're trying to rush it too quick and it doesn't look as great as yeah, like a Avatar or like, a, you know, they, they used to, like, dude, think about, do you remember those uh, Johnny Depp uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies? Yeah. Dude, the CGI in those movies was fucking fantastic. Right. You had you you were thinking that fucking squid dude was like legit. <laughs> like, what was that dude's name? The, this, was it Davy Jones or Davy Jones, man? Yeah, Davy Jones Locker. Squid, Squidward face. Squidward face, man. That dude looked like a legit octopus on the movie screen. Yeah. They're just not like, getting that quality anymore. Not getting that quality anymore, man. It's because they're having to rush and do all these projects and. Short amounts of time, they're overworking these people. They're probably underpaid. It's like most of the industry, but and then they're making billions and 
billions of dollars off these movies. You know they're going to re-release the Spider-Man in the multiverse movie? There's going to be some alternate ending, I think. Really? Yeah. They're going to have a bunch more of, uh, like, I, I guess they're adding in a bunch more material that they didn't use in the old movie. All right. Just like the Peter Parker's talking and stuff. Yeah. Um, all right. You see they're, uh, they're making that Wicked Witch, not to switch subjects here, but you see they're making oh, that, that uh, Wicked Witch book. That was a big Broadway musical into a movie now. Oh, nice. Wicked? Yeah, Wicked. Nice. That'll be good. Dude, that movie's, I mean, that book was uh, kind of naughty. Kind of naughty. All right. Have you never have, have you read, read it in high school? Yeah, you don't remember reading it in high I school? I remember reading it, but I don't remember it being naughty. Oh, man. I remember it being kind of, here's some. A little raunchy? A little risque a little spots. Witch on Warlock action? Dude, you don't remember the risque spots in that? Dude, talking I do. about some of that stuff? I do not know, man. Oh, my gosh. You got to go back and read that book again, Ben. All right. I know my, the yeah. problem with that is that my, when the, the Broadway musical came out, my mom went and saw it. Yeah. And then she got the soundtrack and got obsessed with it and would just play it. She would just blast all it. All the time. Yeah. So, you know. It's a good just, soundtrack. Yeah, it is a good soundtrack, but, you know, uh, it's like my mom and Christmas songs. She just overplays stuff, and uh, eventually, <laughs> as a teenager, I would just get real, real annoyed with those songs. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, so that's... Uh, that's Beth. That's how that goes. <laughs> so, dude, what do you think? Uh, this is the first episode we've had since we've had the new logo. Oh, man, I haven't. Dude, I, I like listen to them on Spotify, but I don't even like look at the logo. Oh, man, the uh, the computer, the CGI imagery. I got to look at it now. Oh, yeah, dude, you got to check it out. Our I'm thumbnail on Spotify. Our digital art, Dan. Chilling in the basement. Chilling in the basement. Wait, did you have the new? Um, Does it not show up on Spotify? No, it's not. I'm not finding it. Chilling in the. Oh man, I wonder if I have to mess with the settings again. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. Oh, man. All right. Well, here we go. My library. No, yeah, it's not showing up. Got to apologize to all the the Spotify listeners, man. They haven't seen our new. Have have another go. Our podcast is not showing up on Spotify anymore. All right. We'll have to figure that out. Uh Uh-oh, Ben. That's probably why I didn't see it. Yeah, there it is right there. All right. Well, we got to get that fixed. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man. I gotta hear the new. I want to hear the. You got any samples of the edits you were making the theme? No, time? no. We'd have to. I'd have to pull the recording. It's on the beginning of this recording. Oh man, I can't wait to hear it. It'll be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Should have something decent in there. I don't. Can you, I don't think you can hear. Like when I hit. When I say sweet berry wine. Sweet berry wine. You can hear that. Yeah, I heard it. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I was I was doing a little of this. Let's get it, Dan. Basically, trying to get it to echo because I got I have two different recordings and one of them's a little softer. Yeah. Then I was throwing in like some sweet berry wine, some two turkeys, a little bit of this action. I want to stay in Arizona. What you just said is one. Yeah, dude, we'll have to see how it turns out. <laughs> All right, dude, I love it. Yeah, dude, I, I gotta check. Wait, what's going on, Spotify? What's going on? Because. They saw our uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, yeah, maybe image and took us down. They suspended us. Maybe I, I didn't get any notifications on that. So, or maybe I just missed it. You think we'll figure they figure it out, man? Let me know. All right, we'll do, brother. Um, <laughs> all right, dude. We're coming up on an hour. Well, we're over an hour here. Nice. Yeah. Anything else you chat, uh, you want to touch on tonight? Um. Any weird start, news? Uh, Let's, oh, no weird news yet. Yeah. No weird news. Let's say that for next week's podcast. Yeah. Get, or, get back into some strange news stories. Yeah. Strange news stories. And then we'll do some more NFL updates. We got to talk about the uh, fantasy um, sleepers, sleeper picks. Oh, yeah, dude. I got to fill, fill everybody in on my fantasy revolution. Got to yeah, take, take down Putin Carlo. Take down Putin Carlo. Yeah. Um, all right, brother. Well, until next time. Until next time, dude. Adios.
Adios, amigo. All right, bye. Bye.